Welcome to Teachings in the Air. air, air. podcast with Jerry Oldman, coming to you from Hunkameenam Territory with a podcast series about Indigenous men's health and wellness. We aim to inspire, motivate, and empower Indigenous men to be sound in mind, body, and spirit, because that's what health means. Teachings in the Air with Jerry Oldman. Today's podcast is about celebration. I've been thinking about this podcast and about the beauty way of life, our way of life, and that we need to celebrate that and do it often, every day. You know, when I think of the people that would greet the daybreak outside in ceremony to thank, give thanks for another day of living, another day of seeing beauty and hearing beauty and being part of beauty. And I think of those ones at night before they go to sleep doing ceremony to thank, give thanks for all the gifts received during the day expressions of love from relatives, food from the earth. Let's celebrate our ancestors that lived in this way of life. When I think of that beauty way of life, and I say, it's there for me too. So I've been thinking of this podcast called Celebration. And I celebrate today. And I start by giving that thanksgiving through the song I just sang that come from the hummingbird. And I'm so grateful to that hummingbird. I was sitting up in the mountain pass in my territory, in my vehicle one summer day. And this hummingbird flew in and landed on my dashboard. It was standing on my dashboard facing me. So I stuck out my left hand. And somehow it it was standing on my hand. And it opened its wings. 
that was facing me, standing in my hand with his wings out. And I could see on each wing, it looked like a, a black dot, but in, it was symmetrical with the wing, on each wing. And it was looking at me with its wings out. And I was in awe, and I had this sense of wonder. And of course I asked, what am I to do with this creature, this beautiful creature standing in my hand? So I had my hand out and standing in my hand and we're looking at each other. And something tells me to slowly move my hand out the window. And I move my hand out my car window. And it elevates and it's flying by my window, like a hummingbird can up and down, hover, just hovering around. Then it left. And I went, when I went for a ceremony, and I have my, starting my ceremony, and I'm sprinkling medicine on the rocks in the lodge, then when I put water on there, the sound comes out of me. see that hummingbird and I knew that was a gift from the hummingbird so I celebrate that song today every time I sing it I'm in celebration and I titled that song healing the nations so you've heard me on teachings in the air talk about what happened to us I'm not going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about the way we are and the way we were. That we celebrate who we are. We celebrate the people we come from. Our ancestors that existed here. And I hear scientists say 10,000 years. You know, and we don't know how long. It might be longer probably is forever. And I think of that. Human beings walking on the earth that were stetlium. And I celebrate that today. Because I developed a way of life that was healthy and consistent day after day, year after year. And they learned to live for generations, the generations that are coming behind them, not for a fiscal year, not for, you know, a five-year plan, but no, for generations. I celebrate that today. Because of that way of thinking, I have teachings today that have helped me to heal. I celebrate that, that they've taught, that they've taught people how to free themselves from negativity to let go. I celebrate that today.
So let's all of us say thank you, ancestors. Thank you, friends and relatives. That's what I want to celebrate. When I, I you've heard me talk about our hunters and training for hunters and fishermen, and we had the same for basket makers, for everything we done. I celebrate those people that developed those ways and means that were so effective. And, uh, you know, now I'd like to talk about the celebration of our artists, our carvers, and our ones that make expression of beauty on the canoes, on the house posts, on our, on our clothing, that art. It's like we were living art, you know? <laughs> and I see the pictures of our people and how they dressed and how dignified they looked. They, they, they would fix everything they used up. They'd carve a ladle and it would have a bird's head on a handle or a bear paw or something on there. We have wonderful artists today that carry on with that tradition. I've had the opportunity to travel to different parts of North America and Europe. And I would go to museums. I went to a museum in Germany, in England, in Chicago, in different places in the world. And I'd go there and I would see our art, our poles, our clothing. The Europeans seen the beauty of it and they took it, literally stole it. <laughs> and they take it back because it's so, I think it's so awe-inspiring. I've seen that. I've gone in Berlin to a museum and I see mortuary poles from our people. And I see in the beauty of the art, that expression and its healing. It was about healing and about teaching. They would draw and carve symbols on the rock on Mother Earth. They call them pictographs and pictoglyphs. And I would, I've seen rock carvings of faces of the sun and the moon and animals. And I would go, wow. Because I knew that they were doing this without metal. And of course, I wonder, how did they do this? You know? And I'd see the pictographs in my territory with red ochre on these cliffs above lakes, up in the mountains. And you'd see these symbols of the grizzly bear, the mountain sheep, birds. There's one that we have and it represents the sun. 
And it's a human figure with rays coming off the head. And that human figure is a woman. And it's pregnant. And the symbol is life giver, always pregnant, that the sun is always giving life to us. And that's shown in the art and the rock paintings that are old, old, old. So now I know artists today. I have friends that are artists and they're world famous. I want to celebrate them. They have works. One of my friends, he has works all around the world carvings. He's recognized and acknowledged and I celebrate those artists because they're carrying on in the same way that our ancestors done. Create beauty. Create beauty for people to enjoy and to absorb that goodness coming out of that beauty. You just need to go to Vancouver Airport and you can witness the beauty of indigenous art all over that airport. I'm proud of that airport. I have friends that carved some of those carvings there. I've seen, I've traveled and I've seen our art around the world. So I celebrate that today. When you think of our ceremonies, and people sometimes wear masks or they'd use implements like rattles and drums. And they are built in an artistic manner and were marked with what they call art, symbols and pictures, covering all of our implements. You know, so I celebrate our artists. They help people. You know, they're so talented, that gift they have. To be able to look at a tree and see the bear on there, the eagle, the killer whale, you know, and to chip away the wood until they find that figure. You know, that's... I'm not a carver, I'm not an artist. So when I see it and I see the, how beautiful it is, how it's sometimes leaves me speechless, the shape of those eyes, those lips, the beaks of the birds, and all of those things is just so beautiful. So I want to celebrate them. And, all, and also, I want to celebrate today our musicians, the composers, the music, the song catchers. Because all of our music was about healing and about teaching and about inspiration. Yes, we had war songs, but it was to inspire courage and bravery. But we have this music and people would catch a music in the air, in the forest, on the water, 
by the river, by the lake, are musicians. And I heard music that literally brought tears to my eyes when people use the drums and the rattles and they're singing. And it's just so beautiful and I celebrate that and I give thanksgiving for all my healing moments and I hear people sing our music. I celebrate that. I've seen people lifted up and everybody would jump up and start moving when they hear this beautiful song. Everybody. <laughs> and I imagined whole communities doing that at once. And I celebrate that. Dancing like nobody's watching, like that saying to this music that comes from nature, from the trees, from the animals, from the birds, from the water. Beautiful music. I've heard music and um, songs that I love. And sometimes I'd have a hard time to, I'd say, oh, that song was so beautiful. And I would try to remember it. And my wife heard me say that once, and I said, oh, I love that man's song. And I said, I can't remember it. And my wife couldn't. She played it on a piano. <laughs> it sounded so beautiful. It's equivalent to Mozart and those people in Beethoven, but in an indigenous way. You know? So I celebrate all the music I've heard that has lifted me up, that has helped to heal me. I celebrate that. And all of our instruments, drums, rattles, sticks, flutes, different kinds of rattles, you know, and wood, deer hooves, you know, all of the implements we have, I celebrated today. So let's give thanksgiving for the song catchers, the indigenous musicians that do this music that's healing, that's inspirational, that's calming, you know, and it's, uh, I've met men that know 500 songs and has composed, composed hundreds of songs in their feast songs, their healing songs, their teaching songs. And I just so awestruck and I met this one man that done that and is doing it today. I celebrate him. Like my elder that told me about everything I know comes through the air, and that's why we call this teachings in the air. He says, the music's out there, Jerry. You need to go out and listen and watch. And the music may come to you. So you youngsters out there that think our music is dead, you remember this is in the air. And you can get those rhythms of ours, the heartbeat. They call the heartbeat, you know, and it sounds like the heartbeat in the drum. You know, and you go out and you listen.
And I want to celebrate our athletes today, too. And I think of Jim Thorpe, Tom Longboat, names I've heard of people, Billy Mills, won a medal at the Olympics, our athletes that accomplished, I want to celebrate them. Because they deserve it, because they train hard. You know, I celebrate all of the athletes that do their best in a good way, that aren't self-centered or vain or anything, but doing it for their family, doing it for their community. I celebrate that today. But as this morning, early this morning, I'm thinking about Jim Thorpe and his accomplishments. Tom Longboat, the first names I heard of legend. They were legendary. And I celebrate them because that's an example to us that we can do that too. That is there for us if we apply ourselves. I've met people that train and rise up in the ranks in amateur sports and recreation, and also professionals. They go there, regardless of racism or whatever is in front of them, it doesn't matter to them. And I believe it's part of their training. Their mind is strong, their body is strong, and their spirit is strong. So I celebrate our leader, our athletes today. You know, and our leaders, and I look at our leaders of old, they're like philosophers. You know, philosophy means to have guiding thoughts to live by. And our leaders were leaders, not politicians. They were leading the people to when to hunt when to do all of these activities. And we had different leaders. We just didn't have one leader in the community. There was a hunting leader. You know, all of these different masters that knew, that had the teachings and would remind people, this is how we do it. And they would role model it. They had a good mind and a good heart and people trusted them. You know, and that we had wonderful leaders in the past. And it's uh, when I think of the, their teachings and their example, then I see them as I was growing up as a young man, and I hear them. And they're the echo of how we were before. All of the activity we would do because of those leaders was nonviolent. I remember we'd go do a fishing demo, they called a fishing demonstration down in the Fraser River. And we had leaders that would inspire us and say, we have a right to those salmon. We take care of those salmon and we respect those salmon, so we have a right. It wasn't about individual wealth. It was about food for family and ceremony. That was what was driving them. 
and I would hear them. I celebrate those leaders today that were guarding our way of life and would motivate us and tell us, you know, that we have rights and we'd go out and we'd practice them. They'd be saying, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. <laughs> you know, and it would be, I, I remember those leaders. I knew those leaders weren't getting a big salary. They were there for the people, for the land. So I celebrate leaders of today. You know, we've had examples in our lifetime and before some of you were born, you know, and the millennials. You know, we've had examples that would lead us. We've had leaders in health, in medicine. You know, we do have leaders today. And if they're grounded in indigenous ways, I really celebrate those ones. You know, because I believe. I started out this podcast saying I'm celebrating our ancestors. And what I was saying was I'm celebrating the ways that they developed and passed down from generation to generation. And I'd also today, you know, acknowledge the healers. In our midst, we have healers that use song, rattle, drums, herbs to help people to heal from different afflictions. I've seen healers that help people that the doctors gave up on. I celebrate those healers today because they went in and they were asked to come and they came and they would not say no and they went there and do their best. And they would help. I celebrate those healers. They're showing us that it can be done and it's all right, it's good. You know, we need healing constantly and they recognize that in the past that's why we have these ways that's why I burn medicine every day and I breathe it in and it helps my body and my mind and my spirit and the healers I celebrate the healers that kept that alive even when it was outlawed and discouraged they would not let it go they refused to let it go they just kept practicing. Because people were definitely were trying to stop that because they could see it was making us strong. So I celebrate the healers. There's a hand, you know, the energy workers, the singers, the herbalists, you know, and some that heal from distance. You just get in touch with them and say, can you say prayers for my son? He's in the hospital and the healer will start doing their work. I celebrate those healers today. I've been touched by those healers. 
So I celebrate them and I acknowledge them. And then we have our speakers and orators that inspire us and remind us and they're trained how to speak to people in the big ceremony or the big event. And they're respectful and they give thanks, thanksgiving to the people that are organizing the event and they thank the people that come and they give thanksgiving and they give the messages and they know how to speak to the people, how to project their voice, the messages to give. And I celebrate them. I've heard orators that would I'd be roaring with laughter or I'd be weeping of happiness. You know, they would touch me just with the words. They transform me with words. I've heard many indigenous orators across this country that could do that. And I'm sure most of them were trained to do that. In our way, you know, we don't have a, say, okay, we're going to do orator school now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just say, okay, nephew, when you talk to the people, remember to thank them. Thank the ones that are organizing this, called us together. So they're telling us the protocols. But then they would tell you how to project your voice. They'd train you to be a speaker. Go talk to the trees. Project your voice. If you can hear your echo coming back across the water, we, we know you can project your voice. So train yourself to be an orator so everybody can hear you. And you're not screaming. You're just pushing your voice out and they can hear you. I've heard orators like that. So I thank you, speakers. Thank you. Then we have the ceremonialists, the ones that carry the ceremonies. And they teach people, don't take shortcuts. Do it properly. And I keep it alive, the ceremonies. I really celebrate the people that kept our ceremonies alive in a respectful manner. Because all ceremonies are meant to help us, ceremonies and rituals. Like greeting the day, burning the medicine, giving thanksgiving when you take a deer's life or a moose or a caribou or a fish or a bird. That's a ceremony. I've watched elders that do ceremony drinking water, because water is a life giver. So I thank those ceremonialists that would refuse to let it go. They kept the ceremonies, name-giving, memorials, weddings, funerals. They kept our ways alive and kept practicing, practicing our ways. I give thanksgiving to those people. You know, the celebration, it's good to celebrate. 
It's good to be charged with those feelings. To have that guidance. You know, I'd like to honor and celebrate the ones that keep our I'm thinking about the canoe builders that carve canoes out of trees or make birch bark canoes or the kayak. I met a young Inuit man that makes kayaks and I celebrate that man from Labrador. And he knows how to make what they call the snow dwellings, the igloo which I believe means to be inside. You know, you're inside, protected from the elements. I celebrate those people that see that and say, I want to do it. I want to be able to carve a canoe out of a cedar tree or a cottonwood tree. I want to learn how to make frame to cover it with skin or with birch bark. And they do it. I celebrate those ones. I've seen birch bark canoes and I've seen their frames and they're so beautiful. I've seen cedar canoes and cottonwood tree canoes. I have not seen, I've not been blessed to see the kayak, but I know they're building them. There's a man building them, keeping it alive, and I celebrate that. And then when we're talking about this area, building things, and there's ones that do snowshoes and clothing out of elk, moose, deer hide. And they know how to, like those Inuit people, making waterproof clothing that will keep you warm in negative 50 weather. You know, I celebrate that. And I, someone told me that the deep-sea divers... De followed the design of the Inuit people and their winter clothing so they can go deep in the ocean and the water wouldn't hit their body. I celebrate that. You know, our people would adjust and they pass those gifts on generation to generation and talking about the canoes. I was in a river canoe one fall and we're getting salmon going down a river in the night. And there were four of us in that canoe on the river. And we're all gaffing fish. And that canoe was so efficient and effective, I didn't have any fear of that canoe capsizing. Even though there's men on each side gaffing fish, pulling these spring salmon and dog salmon and sockeye out of the river. We're going to smoke them. And this canoe was, it was a beautiful canoe, and I, I remember that canoe, river canoe. And I've been on seagoing canoes carved out of a cedar tree. And we're paddling, ten of us in a canoe. And even the paddles are built so beautifully and paintings on them. I have my canoe paddle that was made for me. 
and we'd be all there pulling, paddling together, singing songs, and the canoe is moving through the water. Oh, that's a good celebration, you know. <laughs> the beauty of that. So I celebrate our ones that maintained our ways of building lodges, winter dwellings, canoes, paddles, snowshoes, bowls, spoons. All of those things are still here. That knowledge is still here and people are still doing it. I celebrate that. And I celebrate today our environmentalists, our green people. I believe they can show the world how to maintain this beauty around us. The environmentalists love the earth and will go out and do what they can to protect the earth, to protect the water. I've seen them and I've went and stood with them and I've helped them, doing their best to protect a river, to protect the ocean, to protect the land. We had a movement where we're trying to save watersheds because there's lots of logs in a watershed. We say, no, we only had one watershed left in our territory. We shared with another nation. So we created a movement to save that watershed. And it was one of our successes. And it was driven by people that love Mother Earth. That's an environmentalist. And I celebrate indigenous environmentalists. That would, some people call it a sacrifice. They'd sacrifice themselves to go out there and demonstrate and write and make videos, do whatever it takes for the love of Mother Earth. I celebrate those environmentalists, green people. You know we're green. Always have been. And part of that is the thinking in generations. No, if we take all of that, my poor grandchildren and great-grandchildren will not have any. So we must discipline ourselves and think clearly about the future. That's our gift as indigenous people. We can see we have vision. We understand. And that comes from our ancestors, that way of life has been passed down from generation to generation. Yeah, we've always had activists, which means people that get active when they see something, they go respond. And those are committed people. You remember me saying in past podcasts that love is actually means about commitment. And to love Mother Earth and to be so worried about the status of Mother Earth, they go out and be active. I believe we've always had those. They would talk about it. They go out and stand in front of the bulldozer. They would do things. 
and it is always nonviolent. We are also on the high road, I believe. So it was, uh, you know, we ce I celebrate those people today that don't give up. You know, celebration, I believe we must celebrate every day, the new day, the evening, the night. The night, as it says, is like a big blanket and covers us, and that's when we're to rest, so we'll be ready for the new day. You know, and um, celebrate new life, children, relatives, friends. Celebrate the food, celebrate the air, celebrate the water, celebrate and celebrate ourselves most of all, that we're here, that we have this opportunity to contribute, to give when we take, to return kindness, to return love, to keep it going in this incredible circle, this powerful circle. If we had a powerful circle of love and respect for one another, I imagine how it would be. It would be like our ancestors. So now we come to the time where I say to you, I used to hear this saying, that white is right, black step back, brown step down. That's not true. We celebrate and we contribute and we give. Always thanksgiving appreciation. Like that saying, we have an attitude of gratitude. And we celebrate our cooks that cook for us. We celebrate whatever they do for us. And that's a good way. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. I just wanted to focus on all of our accomplishments. And we have had so many. We've had people sacrifice themselves in education to get an education. And I think of just the people that signed up to go to war to stop Nazism. My dad was part of that. I celebrate him today. Protecting our way of life. Putting his life on the line. And a lot of other indigenous people too that volunteered. We have warriors. We have people that would put their life on the line and I celebrate them today. And sometimes I think of that and I think about my fear at times and my selfishness and I think of it and I think of, no, I want to be like them. Like my dad, always on a high road. Wouldn't swear about white people, about Canadians, about anyone. But would pick up a rifle and go to Europe to stop this craziness that was going on where they were eliminating millions of people just for who they were. I celebrate, I hear about heroes right across this land on Remembrance Day that were indigenous and I celebrate them. That's the ultimate, to put your life on the line for the people. And I know that our activists, some of our activists are the same way. One of my chiefs was surrounded by 40 white guys. He's gassing up his car and we're doing activism. We're blockading a railroad. And they surrounded him. 
And he looks at them and he says, I'm prepared to die for my beliefs. Come on, get it on, let's get it on. And they left. They seen how serious he was and how his beliefs were so strong that he's prepared to die for his beliefs. He's one of my heroes. I used to look, look on the outside world for my heroes, Che Guevara, Nelson Mandela, you know, all of those famous people. And I still admire and respect, respect them. But I look in my midst, and we have them too. Not as glamorous, and most of our heroes don't brag or talk about themselves, they just do it. One of my ancestors, you know, would refuse to quit hunting. And I put the game and fish laws in Statlium territory. He says, no, this is my way, this is my right, I'm going to get the deer when my family needs it. And the fishing game word and put it in his mind, I'm going to stop this man. So he started following him, trying to catch him with a deer. And one day he did, and he shot him, wounded my relative. And that fish and game officer put him in a buckboard wagon, a horse-drawn wagon, and was taking him to the hospital, which was 45, 50 miles away, and my relative bled out and we in a hospital. And I said, that man died protecting our rights. I celebrate him today. So they're in our midst. Let's acknowledge them and let's celebrate them. Everyone that puts them through, self through post-secondary education, let's celebrate them through secondary education. Everyone that has a job, let's celebrate those people that have a job. Those ones that quit drinking and quit doing drugs to harm themselves, let's celebrate them. Let's celebrate those ones that will give you the shirt off their back because it's just indigenous way, <laughs> you know? And I just think of all the beauty I've been part of because I'm indigenous. I celebrate that today. I celebrate and I want to dance and sing right now because I've been so inspired by this podcast looking at all our beauty and all our wonderful ways I was telling my nephews, I seen these people collect $50,000 at one potlatch because their chief had passed away. And they gave it all away that same day. That's, I celebrate that because I've seen that over and over and over again, people coming together to help each other. I celebrate that today. And we're going to make it strong again. We're going to do this again. And we're doing it already, but it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And one of my elders said, one day, Jerry, the sleeping giant's going to wake up. And he says, the sleeping giant is our mind and our people and our ways. And then nothing will stop us. I remember these messages and I celebrate them. Uncle saying when we're going to sing songs for people, melt their bones, nephew. Sing your best. You know, I celebrate that. 
And I'd hear these songs and people would be going, oh. And I'd literally see people with tears in their eyes from hearing the music that's healing and meant to heal and to lift people up. I celebrate that. Let's celebrate all our babies because that's insurance that we have a future. Let's put it in our minds that we're going to teach them the philosophies of our people. Be careful and sincere with your words, son. Son, never think you're better than others. Son, don't waste. Don't ever waste our food. Son, help wherever you can. Let's teach our children these wonderful teachings that I heard that came through the air to me. Let's put it in our minds that that's a future we want. And to do that, we celebrate our ancestors and we celebrate the people I mentioned today. And there are so many people's names I wanted to mention, but I didn't want to because I didn't ask them. People that I celebrate today that taught me, elders that taught me and sat me down and shared with me how to be a good human being. I celebrate that and I give thanksgiving. So, you know, this is what we, we're starting to call these podcast seasons and there's 10 in this season. And this is the one, number 10. You know, this number 10. But you know, you keep your eyes peeled because we want to do some shorties. And uh, my nephews have seen Jerry's briefs and put some short podcasts on the air. We want to continue giving messages, inspiring, promoting healing, promoting Indian ways, indigenous ways. But there's one part that I wanted to celebrate. I thought of the our allies, the ones that, you know, the ones from Europe and Asia, from people from around the world that love indigenous people in indigenous ways. I celebrate them. I've had Muslim. I have a Muslim friend supported me, and I lost my sister. I've had people from Europe that have become Canadians that supported me and helped me in my healing. I celebrate them. Let's not forget them. That there are allies out there that are true. They love our ways. They love our philosophy our guiding thoughts. They love our music. You know, I honor them and I celebrate them. I was thinking, we had just had a little break here and I was thinking um, that we need to celebrate these ones too, our allies, because it's, uh, it's nice to have support. I've had people phone me of European descent and say, Jerry, what can I do? I want to help. I celebrate those voices today.
And I hear some people say, oh, they're appropriating our ways if they burn some medicine. And I say, no, let's learn from our Christian brothers and sisters. Think of all the indigenous people that took on Christianity. Do they say they're appropriating Christ? <laughs> no, they don't. So I say the same thing that some of our brothers and sisters from Europe burn sweet grass and those medicines. If it helps them to be a good human being, I accept that. I celebrate that. If you have respect and you're sincere, I celebrate that. Because that's what our ancestors had, sincerity. They're sincere about everything they do, and they believe, and they honor, and they celebrate too. And I remember singing songs, and people would love it. One time I was singing, and I had my eyes closed, and I had a little group with me, and we're singing hand drum songs. And our voices moved people. I had my eyes closed and I was singing. And I could hear this, like this commotion of people hollering and there's movement happening. And I opened my eyes and these people were dancing in time with the music. They got moved to move. I celebrate that today because I felt so good when I seen it. I felt invigorated and empowered. So we have lots to celebrate. Don't forget that. And do it every day, just the sunrise and the sunset, the food that comes to your mouth, the clean air, the water, and the loves and hugs from your friends and relatives. Celebrate that, because that's a beautiful gift. And one of my friends said, take a walk in the forest and look at the green and it'll recalibrate your eyes. <laughs> and I thought, that's a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful reminder because we're looking at computer screens so much. And you look at the green and it affects the muscles in your eyes. Let's celebrate our forests. Let's celebrate our lakes and rivers our mountains and our prairies. Let's celebrate them and honor them and thank them for the life that they've given us. So we have lots to celebrate, and I remind you, I'm learning to celebrate every day, and it's helping me to be positive, because there's a lot that can bring me down And I just need to look around me and remember all the human beings that I heard that inspired me and transformed me and supported me. And I celebrate that. I think of all the meals that were cooked in my behalf. I think of all the clothing that I wore in my life that people have purchased for me or made for me. People have made cedar bark hat for me. Moxins. I'm wearing moxins that were made for me, beaded for me. And I celebrate that. 
So I remember and look for things to celebrate about. It's good to celebrate. It's good for the spirit, good for the mind, good for the body. Laugh and cry in celebration, dance, move around and celebrate. That's our way. And it's a good way. And it's a beautiful way. It's an ancient way. It's an effective way. It works. It empowers. It invigorates. It brings peace and calm. It brings beautiful dreams. It catches the music, you know, the art, all of the things I've talked about, the people I've talked about. So celebrate. I encourage you to, I'm practicing it more and more in my life. And I still need to do more of it. I want to put it in my mind every time I have a glass of water now. Be like that elder that I seen. Thank that water for my life. Because if we don't do that, we take it for granted. I remember that elder. So sincere. Glass of wet water resting against his forehead. I say to one of the aunties, what he's doing? He's talking to the water. He's thanking the water for his life. That's a celebration. I start to recognize that now it's celebrations today. Celebrate our gifts. Dance and sing. Give thanksgiving for our gifts and for this very life we're living. I celebrate that because I can hear beautiful music that inspires me, that helps me to rest, that does good things for me. So you take every opportunity to celebrate every day. Then there's times you have an excuse to put on all your good stuff. <laughs> you know, on Indigenous Day, June 21st, be loud and proud about being indigenous. And we're saying it takes more than racism or a residential school to beat us. Look, we're still here. We still got our music, our art, our healers, our teachers, our leaders, our philosophers, our builders, our athletes. Our hunters and fisher persons were still here. And we're going to celebrate our life. So I just want to thank you for listening to this season, you know, to the podcast. And please respond by Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, or email to Teachings in the Air and Jerry Oldman. So thank you for taking a lesson, a listen, and I hope that you. 
got something out of this today. It surely inspired me just talking about our heroes, you know, and our role models and our examples of how to be. So you have a good day or evening whenever you're listening to this. Be safe. Be strong. Be well. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey.